Greg. Mike. Two bandits. Watching. Louie. This episode is called Butts with Quim. What up, party people, and welcome to episode <laughs> 74. That's, that's, oh, that's oh, right. We're two going to bandits watching Bluie. I'm your good pal, Greg Painter. He's right there. And I with see me, him. Yes. My, my favorite bus baby. I'll, I'll take His that name. <laughs> I go by Mike Martin. How are we doing? I'm doing great because we got a third bandito in the house today. Ooh, one of the rare third bandits. A very special episode this week. We got from the Podfather podcast, writer at Barstool Sports, and lover of all things Bluey, our good new pal, Clem. Clem, welcome aboard, my friend. Hey, friends. How are we doing? What's good? That's good. Thank you so much for joining us here. I know I've said it like eight times already today, but we got to get it once officially on audio. Um, I just got to lead off, like, tell us, uh, before we get into the episode, handpicked by you, what Ooh. got you into Bluey? What is your, your drive to Bluey? What feels does Bluey in general give you? It's a great question. And if you could hear, I apologize. Today is Veterans Day as we record this, and I have two kids that are home running wild. And the reason uh, I got into Bluey is because eight years ago, I had my first kid on this date. We have uh, my girl, Sienna. It was her birthday. And we were all losing our mind, my wife and I, after watching, you know, the same old cartoons and just nonsense over and over. Even Sesame Street, which I love Sesame Street. I'm sure we all love Sesame (laughs) Street. We all grew up on it. Even that, by the end, was was driving us all crazy. And I had someone reach out to me. Like you said, I have the Podfathers podcast on Barstool Sports. And someone had said, hey, check out this show, Bluey. They compared it to almost like a Seinfeld, where it's a lot of stuff weaved together, like a show about nothing, but there's always a central um, you know, story going on. And I said, hey, let's give it a shot. I think it had just come on Disney Plus at that point. I had a second kid in that time. So we really needed to uh, have the TV be our babysitter and (laughs) third parent in the house. And I said, oh, my God, I think we just found something they love. And we love as much as they love. So I've been on the the Bluey campaign, on the Podfathers, my parenting podcast. And just in general, I've been trying to spread the good word about our four furry friends down under. And uh, the amount of people... When you know a parent who watches Bluey, they're like, it, you kind of have the thing like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's like a, <laughs> a, a, a good thing. Yes, exactly. And uh, it's grown so much since, you know, I've discovered it. And then when I saw you guys had the podcast and you asked me to come on, I said, buddy, I've been waiting for this my whole life. I've been doing <laughs> a billion podcasts in my life. And this is, it's all been coming to this moment right now. So it's an absolute honor to, uh, to be on here. And it's funny, you guys asked um, what episode I want to do. I chose Bus. I think it's a great episode. But the episode that got me into Bluey in general was Takeaway. And the reason why is because the first time I watched it, and, you know, it's the one where he's waiting for the Chinese food and he's out with the two kids by himself. And you just it's just chaos ensuing. And the music is starting to get more chaotic as the situation's getting more chaotic. And I said, oh, my God. 
that is me in real life. And there's so <laughs> many identifiable moments in this show that is a, you know, six minute cartoon with cartoon dogs in it. That is just so relatable to all the, the constant struggle, the good and the bad and the ugly of being a parent that I said, like, this is straight out of not even my brain, but my heart and my soul. So uh, I, I love the show. I love everything about it. And I'm currently on a campaign. I'm on a crusade trying to get uh, to be one of the holders of the balloon at the Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. I don't know if it's going to happen. I just I don't know who we have to write, but we are on your campaign with you, my friend. <laughs> All right. It's, I appreciate it's funny that. You talk about a takeaway, too. We actually just did a, last week a watch along for a takeaway and, and talking about it being like Seinfeld for kids. That takeaway episode very much feels like that. Party of four, Seinfeld, party of four. That, yep. that whole thing there. <laughs> All <is> right. A... <laughs> <laughs> so you all have fallen victim to your children walking away, I'm guessing, and you just still locked into the TV watching a couple episodes. You're yep, like, Where they go? Those... <laughs> It's one of those things where they start it, we stay, they leave, they come back, and we leave. Blue and Bluey just is just running on loop with, you know, now another season was just added recently. So it's like everybody's happy and Bluey is the centerpiece. It's almost like the, uh, what do they call it? The U log of our house. It's always burning. <laughs> I love it. But you said uh, earlier, the, the reason we're here today, we're here to talk about bus. So we're going to get that into that. But, but uh, before we get into that, uh -oh. we're going to see what our friends at WikiBluey have to say about this episode. Hey, Greg. Yeah. Oh, it's going to make me sound really dumb right now, but what's a bus? <laughs> During a game of bus, passenger mom is too scared to tell the bus driver, dad, that she secretly loves him until she gets, in, gets some help from the grannies. That, back. That, is, that is pretty good. I will say, uh, one, one of our little bits on here, Clem, is we like to read the wiki synopsis and, and mock it for being bad. They misspelled <laughs> dad on Wait, this they, one. The word what? dad? D-H-A-D. So, wiki bluey, get your stuff together, man. <laughs> It's wow. three letters. You can do this. Dad. Who is? <laughs> I mean, that they... is the first or second word like every kid learns. It's mom and dad. They know how to spell. And the, the, the fact that the wiki writer can't spell that, it's kind of concerning. Mom and dad. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll kick it off to you here first. Um, again, you could pick any episode in season two and you pick this one. What drew you to the bus? Why do you like this episode? Ooh. I love the grannies. I love the grannies. <laughs> it's one of those things. I hear that song, like you said, if, if the kids are watching Bluey and I'm in the next room and I hear, -do 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 -do, I go, all right, we got this episode. And I'm like, all right, scoot over, kids. Dad's going to watch this because I just love the absolute chaos that they, they hold. And I just love how little kids impersonate older people. And it, it, it's in the cartoon, but also in real life. And there's a few times in this where you're like, that is something a kid would say. They don't have a filter, and they just know how old people act, and it, 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 it's top notch. And then there's there are a lot of um, you know, twists and turns in this that you don't see coming. So it, it was kind of a no brainer. It was probably one of the top three most watched or most beloved in our house, as I'd say, bus. It's interesting because I'll I'll see people saying online, and it's almost a no contest where they're like, "Oh, bus is way better than the actual Granny's episode," and people are like, "Yeah, it is kind of no contest." Because the grannies come in hard on this one. The grannies are amazing. Hard. I, I love the commitment Bingo brings to to having that little balloon under her shirt. Just every now and then, just like a little. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and that's. I got some questions about this. Like, this episode was one of the ones where I said, "Oh, we're gonna keep you know recurring not only characters but." characters dressing up as characters we're going to keep recurring bits going because we kind of the first time when we started watching bluey it was helter skelter in terms of i hadn't seen every episode in order and i was like oh the grannies are going to be a thing now and you just see <laughs> the picture of you know the glasses or the blanket and you just know that it's granny time That's and everyone's right. happy about to get nuts <laughs> and, I, I, who, and again who doesn't love fart sounds who doesn't love fart <laughs> exactly sounds? 
a man after my own heart. I, I also love the commitment. They're not just playing bus here. We've got the, the hula hoop wheel. We've got the, the drawn out bus sign. We've got the thing to do at your bus card. We've got the, the dinger for the bus stop. There, this was a good hour prep. Um, oh, I, easy. I, I'm curious. Are you, are you a prep play guy? Like, do you have any games like this that you're like, okay, let's, let's get everything on the table. Let's get everything out and ready, set, go action. Or are you more go with the flow? I am much more a go with the flow. And the one, uh, one consistent piece of feedback I've gotten from people that follow me on Twitter or people that I've just talked about Bluey, it's just how awful Bandit, Bandit in particular, but Chili as well, makes us feel as apparent because it's like, <laughs> I don't do an hour worth of prep work. I wouldn't have thought of a bus stop. I wouldn't have had this entire story about falling in love with the bus driver as like a, a B story or an A story <laughs> to it all. And I'm just like, man, I just, I'm, I'm really just a go with the flow. The one part about bus that I would do, I just like games where I could sit down and play with the kids <laughs> instead of standing up. So I was like, good work, Bandit. Like in Chili, good work. You guys get to sit down and have and like rest your paws a little bit while you're playing with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Got to be careful with those ones, though. Otherwise, it turns into hospital and you're getting jabbed in <laughs> five true seconds. Statement. It's dangerous. True. true. So if we keep it somewhat linear, and I'm a little I'm a little flaking on Chili in this episode a little bit. Does she not pay to get on the bus? No, she does her little ding. She she doots the, the bus so pass. So she has a card? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Those old jokes, they don't know what they're doing. They're getting out there 16 quid or whatever and trying to pay their way onto the bus. <laughs> They, they're they're the ones who kind of break in and, okay, and get good on the bus sure. properly. I, I do Did enjoy you... too. The this episode is called Ah, forget it. <laughs> Big G energy right there. I saw a trivia that this is the uh, first episode where they don't say the name in it. Because she goes, ah, I forget, ah, as a typical see? granny would. So I did a little bit of research prepping as well on one of the Wikipedias out there. Um, and I, this Look is something you. I had never I had never noticed this until I watched it before I came on with you guys. Because I knew I had to have myself prepared here <laughs> to be with some fellow diehards. Chili, when she gets on the bus, you can kind of tell she has that, like, I'm about to be with my crush look in her eyes. Mm -hmm. And they do a good job of that. She's kind of, like, twirling her foot. We've all been there before. We've all had crushes. And I appreciate that they do that before we even know she has a crush on the bus driver. Because the rewatchability, this show is just so good, man. It's deep. Yeah, and layers. A, a seven-year-old's not figuring that out. A seven-year-old's yeah. not knows <laughs> that. They, they do this with the parents in mind, which is amazing. I, I do enjoy uh, Rita's obsession with Mahjong throughout this episode. I don't think I, yes. I I had to look up what Mahjong is. I didn't realize that there's – I don't think Rita is wise enough in her years to figure out how to play Mahjong. No offense, Rita. <laughs> but I, I'm just curious. Like, you don't know what Mahjong is? Are you t you're telling me you know Mahjong pretty well, buddy? It's, I believe, an ancient Chinese – tile um, game, isn't it? Tile game, yes. And when my parents started playing it a few years ago, I'm like, oh, you guys are like that age now. <laughs> it's one of the hard things. You guys are Mahjong age. And that's what – like if they start becoming friends with Rita and, and whatnot, uh, it, it's kind of one of those things that just lets you know your parents are getting older. And in the case, being a grandparent didn't hammer that home to you. But it's, isn't that weird? I'm always 25 in my brain. Like, like yes, what I look yeah. like – and I look nothing like if I go to a bar and it's like I went to a bar that I used to go to when I was, you know, in my early 20s and it looked like it was middle schoolers there. And I'm like, I look like I'm pretty much on a walker. I probably look like Rita to them when I go in the place. <laughs> you know, I look like some ancient dude, a little bit of gray coming on the sides. So uh, I, I do appreciate that. Not knowing Mahjong, I feel like makes you a little younger. So that's okay, probably I'll a good take, thing. Ah, take that. Hold on to that. Probably the oldest person on this call. I will take that right now. <laughs> 
But, but like I said, I, I do enjoy, too, uh, recruiting the grannies for some help here. I, I think that might have been a little bit of a uh, <laughs> an interesting choice by Chili. Tell him I have a crush on the bus driver. He's a bit hairy. Not for me. That's right. <laughs> she knows what she wants. So we should, like, they don't have character names in this one, right? Outside of the grannies, of course. We got Janet, and then we just got bus driver, bus driver and passenger. And lady. Yeah. Huh. I think they even call her passenger lady at one point. I'm not sure. Yeah. So there's nothing better than being able to tell someone else what to do with their crush too. It's like it's so much easier to be the backseat driver for lack <laughs> of so a better term, right? It's so much fun. It's like, oh, just tell them how you feel. It's Come like, on, yeah, man. But when the tables are reversed, it's like, no, I'm just gonna live in my little world and just dream of us together, and that's it. Like, I, I could never possibly do that. <laughs> Dreaming of bus babies. Spoiler alert. Maybe I mean, Chili not checking for the ring on the bus driver. Uh, there? I mean, boo hiss on that. She's trying to move up on somebody else's man there. I don't know about that, Chili. Good point. Bandit like someone with a long neck, apparently. And where does she? Where is she going? She's going to the museum. The museum. God, like that is some dedication. Like she doesn't even want to go to the museum. She's just doing it to be around the dude. <laughs> God knows how many the people at the museum are like. This chick has been in like seven times this month. <laughs> There's nothing changing at the museum. It's like we had a, they probably have a, a monthly special, right? That's it. And it's like everything else is just artifacts. They ain't doing nothing. So uh, shout out to Chili being a stalker. And she's even on the wrong bus to go to the museum. They're telling her, oh, bus 19, no bus 21. It's like, oh, oh. So she's going to pick the better. She could be going to the sandwich shop. She could be going to the library. She could be going to the motorbike shop. And she's picking the out-of-way museum. Come on. So a weird thing we do is look around the house every now and then to see the, the weird accoutrements and things they hang on the wall. When they yep. show Bandit driving the bus, it shows one of the entryways to their one of their awnings. And hanging above it is this huge slab of architectural something or other. Easily 14 feet wide. It's being held up by only three brackets. That thing's going to weigh like a ton and a half. I don't know how in the world and who they hired to put that up there, but that is a dangerous situation. Well, they, just, they just used the feather wand and did light. Oh, God, get your game on, Mike. Unbelievable. <laughs> I always appreciate how they have like a mix of adult things in there, parent things, or it's like the kids' artwork, or like even some of the artwork you see um, behind them as they're going. It's like stuff that you would put up in like a family house. Uh-huh. And then just like rooms that are just destroyed by toys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the truest thing of any trope on TV I've ever seen is that if you have a family, at least one kid, maybe two, definitely two of them, there's always a clean basket of laundry. I'm looking at one right now, and I swear <laughs> to God, I didn't even plan that out. I was looking at one, I'm like, oh, my God, there's one right here. There's always a clean basket of laundry because you cannot keep up. There's, it's physically impossible unless you have, like, a, a, someone help to hired to do it or you have, like, one of those folding laundry machines. There's yeah. no way to constantly do it. So I appreciate that you'll, like, see stuff like that in the background of a blue of the Blue House. At you always got to do the moment. thing where you have to put it back in the dryer for at least 10 minutes so it unwrinkles itself just a little bit. Like, and for, uh, for a group of dogs that don't wear clothes, it's pretty <laughs> impressive that they can manage to still have that much laundry. But yeah, we, we got we got a couple stops here. Like I said, the, the motorbike shop, there's no pink one. My, mm. my favorite there was library. Oh, I can't read. Poor, poor Janet. She's trying her darndest to help here. That was my favorite line of the episode as well. It's just one of those subtle things that if you're not really paying attention, but it's like, oh yeah, I don't need to go to the library. I can't read. My little guy the other day, um, he's he's four uh, years old and he was like he goes to me he goes daddy can you help i can't read and it's just the saddest thing when a little kid tells you they can't read and i'm like man this entire world is locked for you right now for the That's most part true. you gotta piece together some uh like pictures his name is aj which he has figured out what, what you know the two letters of his name but other than that everything else is just chinese for him and the oh. court kid has no idea what's going on 
<laughs> Phenomenal name, AJ. Kids probably got a lot of style. You going you're really going for the, the wrestling guess. reference there? Quite Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> nailed it on the one. I don't know why our good pal bus driver here is getting all the ladies because he seems a little little aggressive there. We get a couple old ladies hitting a button for a bus stop, and he immediately goes to skipping all the stops, driving like a madman, all over the road. Probably seen them before. I don't know why. I've got a hunch that he's he's been around that. He knows Bart Janet and Rita. Rita. <laughs> <laughs> you you did it. You said you had a, uh, some feels about the balloon. This might be a good time for it. Well, not not complete feels about it, but interesting art choice because when it gets a little chaotic. And she's enjoying her delicious, uh, what you would call it, lambingson. <laughs> the balloon disappears. So she's sitting there mowing on it. And she's got that, like she was eating the sausage in markets. She's going for it. just ah, ah, ah. But the balloon's gone. And two seconds later, it's hiding in her hands to rip another one. So she's got it hiding somewhere to keep ripping her reasty ones there, Rita. Let's, let's see, uh, see uh, the culinary knowledge of the group here. Anybody know what a lemington is? Crickets. Nope. Is it a sponge cake? Close. It is a coconut chocolate cake. Okay. Usually served as little small squares, multiple of them. Looks similar to a brake pedal? <laughs> no. <laughs> but in the Blooniverse, it does. So that's after he gets attacked by the snake, though, right? Yeah. Boopsie. Okay. Boopsie, of course. I, I love Bingo's little eyes in this episode. She, she's committing to Rita hardcore. She's got that tired old granny eyes and just that little, where'd Boopsie go? And it's just <laughs> so perfect. I'm I'm curious. We we've talked about this. Are you a are you a bingo or are you a bluey? Who's your who's your fave? Oh. Not this episode specifically, but we'll get to that. That's a fair question. I I don't want to say. I, I, you know I've tweeted before. Bingo is the most unbelievable character in the history. So like it's <laughs> so underrated. The show is about bluey, but it's like I just identify with bingo. And if I was if I was like. I don't even think of them as my kids, but I think if I was like the uncle going in to watch them, I just feel like Bingo would keep me so much more entertained. You know what Aww. I mean? Bluey is a great kid in, in her own right. Um, but I, I feel like Bingo, people like just from the outside looking in, they just say, oh, that's Bluey's show. That's Bluey's show. No, no, no. This is Bingo. Bingo is the straw that stirs the drink. I think that's what Reggie Jackson said once there upon you a go. time. So love that's kind of what I have. So I am a Bingo person personally, uh, but nothing but love for Bluey. I also have to ask you guys, how long did it take you to find out that one, that Bluey was a girl, let alone that they were both girls? Because I didn't know that for a while. And I, my favorite thing is to do is to tell people that just started watching. And or even people that have been watching for like a year and they're just like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, they, they, they kind of just allude to it, but you never, it's, it's never hammered over your head. And I just love hearing people's like brains slowly break. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and even certain characters every now and then. I've, I've called Mackenzie female many a times earlier on where Greg's like, nope. It's, I'm like, are we sure? Well, for, yes, um, it is. back back when we were a young podcast, throwing oh. things out, I uh, I slipped. I, I was uh. raised in a house where dogs are boys and cats are girls. Like that's just oh. <laughs> what everything seemed to be. So I accidentally threw out a couple of he's here and there. I also said the show was from New Zealand and not Australia. For like three so episodes. The fact that we're episode Ooh. seventy-four is pretty darn impressive with uh, us not getting banned in Australia. So <laughs> yes. Also, oh, I. I love how all the dogs and their family and then all the other ones have like real dog names. It's not like, you know, Jim and Tom, it's, it's actual bingo and bluey and things you, I mm -hmm. mean, obviously these are dogs that I'm sure they've crossed paths with the creators and stuff like that, but muffin and everybody is just so, yeah, it's so great. <laughs> and man. that their last names are the breed. I love that. Yes. <laughs> they are healers. Cause they're, 
They're healers, folks. <laughs> I don't even know how to say words about the show sometimes, but Aww. probably probably because I got this giant snake around my throat. So oh. <laughs> I got boopsied. Got boopsied hard. Again, where did that snake come from? That was tucked away very well. They're, they're really good at setting. I, they should make. The, yeah, there should be a bluey movie eventually, but the healers should also make a movie. Not about purple underpants, because they, they've got the skills to put together a magic show. Little, yeah. <laughs> they are David Copperfield. They got the abilities, but Boopsy coming around the throat, Bandit falling off the bus, and then God help them all, Rita's in the driver's seat. So I think there's been a correlation somewhere. Somebody said something, but I'll take the credit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's more intense, Rita taking the wheel or the actual movie speed. It's a very similar vibe of this bus, and it can't stop. And just, just the whole intensity. And there's also a moment where Bandit, when he does jump back on, he puts his arm over Passenger's shoulder, and he ha- they have that whole Keanu. Hi. How's it going? Exactly. Vibe. He's Southern. married. He should. She doesn't know. He should know better. He's trying to save lives. <laughs> I, I do like when he's trying to get back on, too. He's, like, running in place, <laughs> just showing that he's trying, yes. to, trying to catch up. Rita... Like these grannies have committed how many thonies? They're they're killing sheep, multiple sheep. <laughs> Those poor animals getting decked. The fact that the bus goes out of control, boopsie, the running in place, and it's just it's such a chaotic thing that you would never see coming. It just shows just how creative this show is For sure. and how much fun. And it's like, and she's eating the break though, so it's like it's absurd <laughs> at the same point. It's absolutely perfect. It's exactly what you need as a parent. Your brain is so fried. I, I, I say this all the time. I wish I could get like um, a view of like my brain before children, and my brain after children. Oh. It's like a CTE brain before and after. Like there's no doubt in my mind. You cannot feel the way I feel compared to the way I felt. There's just no way it's the same brain in my head right now. There's just no. <laughs> Depending on how many episodes of Blue you've cried to, that I think pretty much guarantees that, yes, something has changed. I still watch Daddy drop off in the last three seconds when, like, the kid grows up and Bingo grows up, like, by 20 years, just, like, tears start pouring. So, yeah, I, I'm with you that something breaks inside of you when you have a kid. We haven't officially shed tears on the podcast yet. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming one day. <laughs> Probably not today. Well, that's why I was glad day. that you picked bus. I'm like, I swear, if he drops off daddy drop off on us or something like that, we're doomed. <laughs> I, I do like I'm not sure if this counts as a um an Easter egg in this episode, but uh when they say that they're gonna run into the custard factory. Uh, I'm not sure if you are aware, Clem, but um uh Dave McCormick is the lead singer of the band Custard over uh, in Australia. I did not know that. I like that though. That's I would a check good... I I got way into them recently. Um they're actually a really a very um cake esque. I think is a good way to put Ironic it. Ironic enough. Yeah. <laughs> Cake and custard go well together. <laughs> I just fell right into that pun. Just for feel me. weird listening to Dave <laughs> sing to you. Bandit singing yes. sweet words to you. <laughs> but we're, we, we save the day. We grab the crannies and chuck them out of the bus, which we're breaking a hip or two, in my opinion, on this one. We, we oh, the crannies there? Fast moving bus just flying out. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. And uh, just uh, Rita's just really small and gentle. Coins. Oh, my coins. <laughs> She's also, that's her Mahjong line, is it? Uh, this isn't Mahjong. <laughs> but, um, but, Clem, you're saying you don't, the big production games in this show aren't so much for you. Do you have any game, like, bluey games that did get adapted in your Ooh. house? Keep you up your uh, style? 
Yeah, well, keeping up is is a lock. I, you know, it was don't let it hit the ground or whatever. Uh, let's see. That's actually a great question. I feel. Um, oh yeah, there is one. Uh, pinchy crabs. Oh, uh, oh no. one. he got got. I'm so sorry for you. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and then there's one with where he's carrying the kids. I can't remember it. It's it's there's there, there's a few. And I actually my brain is clouded now because I just I'm trying not to say it's too loud. We just bought him like a bunch of blue games uh, for Christmas, oh, nice. like card games and stuff like that. And they rename it's like instead of Go Fish, it's you know whatever they say in the show. And uh, there's like five or six of them. And we weren't sure how much of a hit they would be. We're like I think they'll they'll be in, 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 they'll be excited. Mm-hmm. My daughter, like I said, it was her birthday this morning. We gave them two sets of we gave her two sets of bluey toys. It's like uh, it was the ice cream set where they're like uh-huh. Bingo's face is covered in ice cream. And there's a little ice cream um, stand. And then I think one with the, a couple of the little friends. She couldn't have cared about the other like three hundred dollars with yes. <laughs> two sets of blue toys. So I was like, this is the perfect thing for this podcast. I'm going on today because it is, it is absolutely beloved. Uh, so we haven't had to do we haven't had to do actual um, we haven't had a lot of blue games, but it's like. I, I feel like they're starting to want to play in this in the way that the bluey kids want to play. And they they like the stories like um what is it, vacation, where they're talking and then they're they're always chasing the parents as they're trying to get away. Like my daughter likes to kind of do that kind of like riffing off each other. So, that's fun. Uh, nice. That style. It's very cool. It's very cool to see. And the one thing she started doing, I mean, every kid wants to be a YouTube star these days, I feel, because that's sure. what they end up watching. Do you guys have the kids on the YouTube and it drives you crazy and I end up hating all the families because it's like, <laughs> I sound like my parents. I'm like, it's rotting your brain right now because that stuff is the worst stuff on the planet. Watch more Bluey, dang, darn it. Uh, um, so uh, she actually, she started like a stop stop motion and she's like kind of um, oh, cool. narrating the voices with Bluey figures. So it's very cool. Oh, that's legit. Oh, that's uh, awesome. That Bluey of all things is her like vehicle that she's using. I'm like, PG, that's Disney stuff. Very good. <laughs> don't be Don't be scared to plug her YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> my, my yeah, daughter, exactly. My daughter's also work, not not on YouTube, but she's uh, she's doing a podcast. I don't know where she got that idea uh, with her friend <laughs> that they're just recording on their phones about Gravity Falls. So that's her. That's her. Uh, I want to be an influencer outlet. Oh man, God bless you. I, she's asked me a few times. She goes, "Can I out, come on your podcast?" And when they when the little guy started saying the p word, I'm like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> like, but that's their world. He's like, yeah. "That's what you do, Daddy." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a professional kid. That's exactly what I do. Woo, I talk about sports and I talk about Star Wars. Yeah, exactly." <laughs> Living the dream. Unfortunately, Chili does not get to live her dream at the mm. end of this episode. That's okay. Because Bandit is married. Whoa, to a giraffe. He's bus driver. Bus driver. Sorry. Excuse me. In character. <laughs> Stretchy pants, the giraffe. Stretchy pants, the giraffe. <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm <laughs> very nervous about their bus babies. It doesn't feel like that will turn out well. I feel like a healer and a giraffe. I don't know. Was the giraffe on the bus the whole time, technically, then? I, I think that was, I think we're assuming um, bus driver went home? Okay. Mark, or the giraffe was at the custard factory, perhaps? You know giraffes love custard. I'm just I'm no, hoping fact. that... You know, she wasn't witnessing passenger flirting with her husband the whole time. And she's just sitting in the back like, my time's coming. Don't you worry. So, it's okay because the crannies happily commit a felony once more in this episode. <laughs> when they viciously attack them. Savages. To bring things home. But I, I'm glad you talked about this one, Clam. I'm glad that you picked this one. This is the first time that we've gone out of chronological order uh, to do it. We've Breaking decided, rules. What was what, your hashtag? What? Like, no rules November. No rules November. <laughs> so we're, we're happy to have you on. Before we get into uh, the three questions, any closing thoughts on this one? 
Uh, first of all, I'm just happy to hear I'm the bad boy of Bluey that went out of order here and just does whatever he wants. I did look up can a dog breed with a giraffe uh, just because I was interested. Asking the real questions. That's going to get me put on a bunch of lists now. So <laughs> I look forward to my house being raided by, by some sort of government agency sooner rather than later. Uh, first for I, everything. Yep, exactly. And again, like just the twist of the at the end being with a giraffe, I thought that was just so funny. And bus babies being something they talk about. And like we had talked about earlier with the little balloon farts and all that, I had um, blogged about how they they took off the fluffy episode in America. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, faked my outrage. I was like, this is fart jokes are as American as apple pie, yada, yada, yada. And it, wouldn't you turn out, they put it back on Disney Plus, And it's like my kid's favorite episode, which I don't there know what go. it says about me that those are the kids I'm raising, but I'm proud of it. God darn it. Hey, and you, pick, you picked an episode that said fart about 45 times in the captions in this episode too. Yeah. So they can't, exactly. they can't say not this episode. Exactly. But Rita farting. Exactly. That's some quality humor. All right, then, my friend. Well, we've gotten here then, so I got some questions for you. First off, Uh-oh. hey, Clem, what's your favorite thing today? It's the grannies. It's such a basic answer, but again, I hear the song, and I'm in. I just love the grannies. Anytime they're in, I'll watch the grannies on anything, so that's the reason that's what got me on this episode, and that's going to keep me going throughout every single time. It's going to be grannies and takeaway. Those are my, my answers every single time. There you go. I can't blame you for that one. Hey, Mike. Yeah? What was your favorite thing? Um, Passing away of the two sheep. Oh, the moment I saw them get pegged from Rita, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're savages. So, unfortunately, we did lose a couple of animals and stuff. Maybe we didn't. Maybe they're still alive and just running around. I hope not for their sake. That's a, oh. not a life for a sheep to live. Greg, I'd get wrecked by a bus. Yes. What was your favorite thing today? I, I like the boopsie attack. Just the, where's boops? Like She was playing with it for like 10, 15 seconds. Where's that boopsie? <laughs> Who's boopsie? By a snake. And then just cutting a bandit <laughs> with a snake right around his head. It was just, again... They're too creative. They're too darn creative out there. So then, question... I'll let you ask question number two. I get to answer question Yeah. I'll pass it on to Clem. Hey, Clem, who was your favorite character? My favorite character this episode, I kind of just slandered her a little bit, and I just... No disrespect. Her sister's great. Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. I can't say it's Bluey. It's Janet. Janet is my favorite character this episode. Again, for all the love Rita gets, and Rita is an absolute home run. Janet, the uh, the line about the library, that just stuck with me. That was my line of the episode, so <laughs> I'm going to go with character of the episode. And I think this is one of those episodes where I think every character is on the table for being the best. There are episodes where one person kind of is in the background. This one, I think everyone's on the table right now. I'm kind of is interested to hear what it's you tough. guys say. Sure, Greg. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I'm going to make it two for two right now because also Janet. Oh, she, man. Rita was a fun bit of chaos, but Janet was more chaotic neutral in this episode. She <laughs> made crazy things happen, but the goal was to help. The goal is to get random passenger a, a nice little hookup moment. <laughs> married or not, I guess. See? Because <laughs> Jan- Janet probably knew. Janet probably knew. That he was married? Probably. She if probably she's a regular on the bus. Because otherwise she would have been the one trying to flirt with the bus driver. <laughs> But no, it's a, it's a good performance. Mm. Uh, Janet keeps things moving forward in this episode. Rita has some fun one-liners, but it's got to go for Janet here. There you go. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Are we making it three for three? Who's your favorite character? No, I'm not ah. going to. And originally, I was going to give it to the passenger until I realized that she's a homewrecker. She's a homewrecker. <laughs> so I'm going to give it to the husband instead and give it to the bus driver because he saves everybody on the bus. In the end, he goes full Keanu Reeves. He jumps back into the bus. He makes sure that the snake's out in there, makes sure everyone's safe, and then they all jump off with no broken hips. Very well done. Uh, 
I'll give very it to lucky, you. Very lucky, what's her, what's her name? Very lucky Stretchy Pants. It's very lucky Mrs. Stretchy Pants. That's right. <laughs> so then in the end, Clem, Uh-oh. how do you rank this episode? I'm giving this one about as good of rating as I can give it. I'm giving it exactly 15 bus babies. Bam. Boom. That's a lot of bus babies. <laughs> there you go. Oh, dear me. Michael. Oh, yes. How do you rank? I'm going to say the 46 felonies that the grannies committed <laughs> is who I'm going to pass this on to. I have to. I was going to give it to the three brackets that hold up that giant piece of architecture but or archaeology, but that's some, that's some jail time for Jan and Rita. <laughs> Greg, how Sorry. in the world are you going to rank this episode? Because I don't remember what number it is. 74. 74. Bus. Going to give this one five balloon farts. There you go. Gotta do the fart joke. <laughs> Clem, thank you again. For sure. Um, loved having you on here. Um, before we go, anything you want to plug or shout out? Uh, no, nothing much. If you if you want to, uh, I do a parenting podcast called The Podfathers. I have a Mets podcast called We Gotta Believe. You know, the two chaotic things in my life, parenting and the New York Mets. Um, <laughs> and then uh, if you're into any other kind of um, quote unquote nerdy stuff, Marvel, MCU, Star Wars, DC, all that kind of stuff, Game of Thrones. I have a show uh, with my friend Robbie Fox at Barstool called My Mom's Basement. We just uh, finished uh, the, la- the latest episode of Andor, which we love. We do recaps just oh like this, God, linear with our thoughts. Good. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh and we gosh. do exactly kind of what you guys do, where it's like a, a, a you know, unique take on the content we just watched and kind of have some fun along doing it. So check that out. And then if you want to read uh, my blogs or whatever, Barstool Sports, and then uh, the Clum Report on Twitter. That's it. Twitter, Instagram. Go, I'm so bad at all that other stuff. TikTok, <laughs> I have a TikTok. I am. I feel like uh, Janet and Rita when there I open TikTok. Without. Hey, if you're up or, ever up here in Syracuse, man, we got the farm team. For the Mets. Exactly. Syracuse, Syracuse Mets. Mets. So we can go to a game together if you ever find your way up here. And That's tailgate, for sure. Would, tailgate SU football with me next year. It would be an absolute honor. I grew up as a Syracuse fan, as someone that spent his whole life in New York. Um, love seeing my boy Dino, uh, you know, have a little rejuvenation here. Jim Beheim still being the coach. Still can't believe it. Uh, but I absolutely <laughs> love Syracuse. And if, if and when I'm up there, which I was planning on coming up to see uh, Francisco Alvarez over the summer. Obviously, he's with the, the big leagues now, it looks like, for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. But I'll definitely be getting up there sooner or later. And I'll definitely hit you guys up and uh, we'll talk some Bluey and uh, have some fun. Heck yeah. Sounds good. Real quick plugs on our end at watching bluey on twitter we've got our patreon bit.ly slash 2bwb pat get some lovely merch bit.ly slash 2bwb swag and lastly Uh-oh. and most importantly bus company custard if you find yourself needing a bus in australia yes. check out the kangaroo bus lines in burpengary australia which i probably Nailed super it. badly pronounced they love what they do and pour their passion in delivering dependable professional and memorable experiences for all their valued customers. Where would I find them? You can find them at kangaroobuslines.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen. Clem, an honor, a pleasure. We have a, a, an outro. I didn't, I didn't prep you for this one, but outro is uh, gotta be done. So, hey, Clem, it's been fun, but it's gotta, gotta be, be done. done. It's gotta be done. <laughs> <laughs>